Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am Poker and Politics, a.k.a. Mike Rains, and I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet. And the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. So uh, this week we have uh, the wonders of second impeachment. It's like the hobbits asking for a double breakfast and all that kind of stuff. Only it's our terribly evil former president and Congress's inability to uh, reprimand him for his litany of crimes. When he gets arrested in New York State, it will be 11 Zs. Yeah. <laughs> or Georgia. We do have uh, breaking news out of Georgia also yeah. that they're looking into him. Yeah. So, that's that's brunch, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, yes. go this impeachment isn't going to go anywhere because there's so many uh, senators that if they convict him in impeachment, they indict themselves. Well, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I was going to start something here and then I realized I don't have anything. So well done <laughs> I mean, me. Holly, Holly and Cruz are both uh, like indictable if Trump gets impeached and they're effectively on his jury. Yes, we it's everyone's making fun of how bad his lawyers are, but it doesn't matter how bad your lawyers are if you've already bought the jury off. Uh, so uh, before we get even deeper into the weeds on this stuff, we have to talk about the fact that QAnon is terrible and bad and could offend people. Yeah, so I don't have to slam on the brakes on any more of my jokes. <laughs> Give it to me. The Adventures in Hell World podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Uh, so now that you have been warned about what we're going to be talking about, as it were, uh, if you wish to support the podcast, uh, you can always do now that. Now that you've been warned about our talking about pedophilia, if you'd like to support us, here we go. Yes. That is smoothest. <laughs> Every week we put that together. Wow. What a. The smoothest <laughs> transition that you could possibly imagine. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. You, you go ahead and take that one for the top. I apologize for interrupting you. Nope. No my brain's master of the transition. Nope, just just eight weeks of that being the the sequence of events, and this is the week that Elle just goes, "Oh my god, we're monsters!" And it's like, yeah, we are. Uh, and, we are. 
this, this is, I mean, we've never hide it. We never hid from it. But uh, mm. if, if you're willing to tolerate our crippling unprofessionalism, uh, please uh, support us through uh, either by telling people about the podcast and what we're doing. And if you've got money to give us, go to patreon.com slash poker politics, help us out by throwing a few dollars our way. We uh, have cleared up the issues with Amazon getting us our uh, pop guards and headphones. So that will hopefully be leading to more professionalism starting next week. Um, if the, uh, if us bunch of chuckle fucks aren't worthy of your money, and Lord knows with this introduction, how could we be? Uh, please give that money to love146.org, who actually do the work that QAnon always talks about when it comes to fighting human trafficking and saving children. Which, uh, because Donald Trump isn't the president anymore, suddenly QAnon doesn't care about kids anymore. They're just all, Trump's going to come back one magical day all the time. I'll be, I'm, try, I'm trying desperately not to say, man, we're off to a good start this week. Because I feel like I say that every week. And if we're, if we're, if we're either always non-sarcastically off to a good start or always sarcastically off to a good start, I feel like it doesn't need to be brought up every time. <laughs> now it's meta because you brought up you bringing it up. Oh, shit. I'm like the WandaVision of podcast hosts. <laughs> Topical reference. Yeah, see, not all of my references are Turbo Teen. Turbo Teen! <laughs> yeah. Hello. See, sometimes sometimes when we podcast, I say things into the microphone that's just for me, even though we have a listener base, a, a small listener base, and dedicated, and we love you guys. But uh, yeah, sometimes me shouting Turbo Teen is just for my own personal enjoyment. <laughs> hey, this hey, podcast I'm- is no longer kosher because that reference was ham fisted. I had Uh, to joke. I had to use it. Grown news of humor like that is my thing, buddy. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, The the need for a soundboard grows by the week. (laughs) I I feel like we'd go bad with power. We'd immediately just be a new crew. Like it would be 20 minutes of us talking over 40 minutes of us playing drops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We just have a. On the soundboard, it has a a, a plastic case over the air horn button for emergencies only. You just yeah. have to flip it up. <laughs> fucking uh, us in that space guy uniform, just sweating, wiping his brow, like two buttons. One this is air horn, and one this is fart noise. <laughs> What's the drop? That's so tough. I have no idea. Is WAF still a thing? When when I, when I grew up on a on the North Shore uh, in Massachusetts, the the local like fucking alternative rock station was waf and they had they had a zoo crew they they were the only one i ever listened to because for whatever reason i just listened to that station when i went to sleep so when i woke up it would just be like they'd be like things in the news fart noise yeah (laughs) really cool (laughs) uh my mine was johnny dare and uh i god i just remember him talking about not doing drugs uh no, he definitely did those. He opened so, a so, so he, he he wasn't he wasn't Johnny acronym Dare. He was Johnny regular Dare. Yeah, I think that was his actual that, that was his actual last name. And he talked. I just remember vividly him talking about going out, and his dog had been eating his bar money. So like he was kicking dog turds to find like five dollar bills. <laughs> that is a I mean, that, that is a powerful impulse to drink some beer. Just like, literally, literally pouring through your dog's shit to get beer money. <laughs> that is like the worst World of Warcraft uh, craft quest I've ever heard. Oh my god! 
Anyway, J- Johnny Dare is dead to us. Now now we're the new people talking about shit, and that shit is Q. And uh, I think we have a Q draw or a, 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 a bump here for Qs in the news. What's everyone's favorite death cult been up to this past week? It's time for Qs in the news. Maybe if I get like one or two hundred of these podcasts under my belt, I'll stop referring to drums and bo- uh, drops and bumps uh, interchangeably. <laughs> It'll be nice. It'll be great to be professional one of these days. One one day we'll be a real boy. It's gonna I, be like st- I mean, are we supposed to fake it until we make it? Maybe we should stop calling out how unprofessional we are. We should just we should just lower people's expectations that this is the bar of professionalism now in the podcasting community. I mean, if we just always call it out, eventually it becomes ironic, right? Yeah. I mean, I, we should we we need to call up Alanis. She's the uh, the foremost irony expert. Yes. Because when is somebody else going to make a song about irony to finally take that bitch down? <laughs> <laughs> that needs to happen. Bitch, I was like mid-drink. <laughs> someone needs to make a song that's actually ironic, and that's the whole point of the song, is to just like knock Alanis down a peg or two because her song actually wasn't ironic. The chorus is just, fuck Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> This is, this is what irony really is. I feel yeah. like, just, despite the fact I used the word "bitch" there for that goof, I feel like I should, I should be, I should let it say for the record, it shall forever stand that L loves Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette totally slays. Jagged Little Pill was a great album, and I hear it makes a pretty good Broadway show. Yeah. Anyway, the, n- none of this is about cues or the news. What's wrong with us? So, what yeah. is going on in the news, Mike? Tell us. So- so very much is wrong with us, but uh, uh, Q and the world are watching with bated breath as Donald Trump gets ready to be acquitted in his latest impeachment. Um, we had opening uh, testimony or opening statements from prosecutors and uh, Trump's uh, bumbling defense attorneys, of which uh, literally the best thing you could say about what Trump's defense did was it was a teachable moment about Orthodox Judaism because one of his lawyers would cover his head while he was drinking, which is a practice Orthodox Jews uh, perform, and it led to a lot of people being really confused by why he was doing it, and then people had to explain that. As for his actual legal arguments, uh, at one point he was like, hey, if Trump's actually guilty, why don't you arrest him? To which uh, most of America was like, yeah, we should do that. That sounds like a great idea, buddy. And that, that, That's what I want in my defense attorney. <laughs> yeah. I have, sure, uh, my client might be guilty, but if it was so guilty, why wouldn't you lock him up? And then just like, uh, <laughs> oh, okay, I guess we'll just go do that. It's like, oh, no. Like how, how many like how many questions like that are on the bar exam? Like it's just like should you throw your client directly under the bus by claiming that they deserve to be arrested while giving your defense? Why slash in? I I read several reports that Trump was red faced and screaming at the TV, and I in a weird way I miss him having Twitter. Like he would be just on he. I mean. It just would have been an endless tear the last week. Oh, there was uh, there was this really funny uh, thing I saw from one Q uh, non-promoter that was just like, I miss Trump on Twitter. And I was just thinking to myself, like, you're not missing, like, the whole mass arrest or the free money or the cure for cancer. No, you're just sad that Trump isn't on Twitter owning libs. I mean, that's that's what you're that's what that's what's getting your goat here. Yeah, I saw someone being like he was 
he was not a good president, but he was great at trolling the libs. And it's like, that's, I, I guess I'm glad you admitted he's a bad president, but yeah. that is uh, not who I want leading my nation. Somewhat a Twitter troll. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It was, it was our, it was our boy and, and uh, the guy who's now uh, cloud chasing me for an audience. Cause he's not allowed on Twitter anymore. Uh, Major dad. Oh. He, he said, if someone can explain to me Bruce Castro's strategy right now, I'd appreciate it. WTF is he doing? So you know when the when the Anons are like Trump's lawyer is doing a bad job. Like, th- those guys have the lowest bar imaginable. Like, the, the Trump's lawyer could get on, in front of the Senate and say, Trump, good. Libs, bad. Like, oh, my God. I'm, 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 astonished that, I'm astonished that any Q supporter can still feel the sensation of confusion. Like, I mean, after all this point, like, like, well, what does it take to confuse these people? Everything they believe in is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and in a horribly convoluted, disjointed lie where they're just like literally swinging from vine to vine, trying to find any uh, connection between things. Uh, I, one, of my, we, we, one of the early Q-drops that we went over, like, talks about how on like Friday and Saturday, the promise of MAGA will be fulfilled. I saw a guy rehashing that uh, Q-drop, and he prefaced it by saying, look, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, and then just got into it about how, like, this is going to be the Friday and Saturday where the big payoff happens three and a half years later because context is meaningless, and if you just pluck the words Friday and Saturday out of an ancient Q-drop, it could be this Friday and Saturday. Don't you think? Maybe. Who who knows? Who who are you to say that it's not going to be this Friday and Saturday? Right. It's nice of of Q to never really give concrete dates except for the times when he did so that everything can be interpreted however they want. It doesn't matter if they're all idiots. Yeah, it seems like like Q uh, learned their lesson about actually putting a a date stamp on it shortly after they fucked up that first time. (laughs) (laughs) November 3rd, it's coming. And then it didn't come on November 3rd and they were just like, ew, okay, maybe no more dates in the future. Yeah, just keep talking about next week or a month or watch the water or whatever it is. Let's just keep this really, really vague and silly. Yeah, I mean, and, vagueness is like the the false prophet slash seer handbook, like 101, right? I mean, like, yeah. Nostradamus wasn't like, yo, September 11th, 2001, the World Trade Center towers are going to fall. Boom, believe it. No, he was in there talking about, like, two brothers or whatever. Who cares? Yeah. There, uh, there was that big... Um, evangelical uh doomsday preacher and he kept foretelling uh the end times and it kept not happening i want to say his first big one was in the 80s and a bunch of his followers just like sold all their shit and he bought a bunch of billboards and it didn't happen and it's just like hey guys if you're going to be running a death death cult or doomsday cult if you set doomsday within your lifetime it's got to happen. Well, I like the idea. Of, I like the idea of shoveling out money for billboards for the apocalypse. Yeah, right, get right with God because it's really going to happen this time. And uh, thank God these billboards are going to get everyone to take my message seriously. Also, I mean that 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 is uh, that is a, a good advertising strategy because if the apocalypse does happen, your billboards are just going to stay up forever. <laughs> think about that. That, that. I mean that you can't stretch an advertiser an advertiser dollar more than you know, forever. It's impossible. There was a, uh, there was a group of uh, atheists who said they would watch your pets after you got raptured. That was their business model was you are obviously going to get raptured on this date. So you need to pay us 
like the sum of money now and we will watch your pets while you are in uh, paradise and us uh, non-believers are trapped on earth with your pets who don't get to get raptured because God only raptures humans because he's a speciesist. So and, if, uh, if anybody bought into that, do you think these atheists showed up at their doorstep on rapture day, even though they knew they were going to be home? How do you think the people in the house took that? Uh, that would be very interesting. I don't know if there was like that form of a payoff. Uh, I don't know how much uh, commerce was actually conducted uh, for this uh, incredibly important and beneficial service. Can you imagine showing up after hustling somebody like that and they're just like, how dare you take our money for this service? You played us. And you're just like, no, you played yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just DJ Khaled them. Oh, uh, Harold Camping. Harold Camping was who I was trying to think of, and he bought more than 5,000 billboards and 20 RVs they plastered his Judgment Day message on. And just like, it's it's happening. I remember like a big rapture day in the 90s when I was in high school. And uh, like that was like it, like a bunch of the students were all like jeeped up about it. And it was just hilarious. It was just such a uh, a, a thing that was happening at, at, at that week. And everyone was just like, nah, nothing's going to happen. And so people were, but what if it does? Wouldn't that be wild if like some of it just disappeared in the middle of class? And I mean, this is just the kind of stuff that you could make a fucking average ass show about it called the leftovers. It'll be incredible. <laughs> oh God. Uh, the leftovers, something that I was never going to get into. And like the entire concept of it made me so incredibly angry that, uh, if L wanted to derail this podcast into just nothingness and oblivion, that yeah, my hatred of the leftovers concept is uh, legion. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it was uh, really it was just a strange thing, and it's like that kind of stuff is what happens when you're a bunch of teenagers just dealing with stuff. And I remember this uh, this one moment uh, where the cool kid, the, this kid literally, I don't know how he got an electric guitar into the school and played it, but he did. And so he was just the awesomest dude in the world. And uh, this girl asked him about his belief systems. And he was talking about how his, his mom was Jewish and his dad was Christian and he mixed everything together. And she was just like, Oh God, she was just like, so, so enraptured by it. And then for some odd reason, she turned to me, the slug, this like this blob of slime compared to this awesome Madonna's next to her. And she said, so Mike, what do you believe in? And I'm like, I'm an atheist. And she's like, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't think there's a God or a heaven or a hell. And her jaw just detached from her skull. And she looked at me and said, that is so wrong. And I was like, well, that's that's me. That's that's where I rate in this world. Well, there, there's a final word on that. Mike, Mike Rains, wrong about the afterlife. Yep, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> judged, judged and excommunicated, banished from the Garden of Eden. And it was just, it was just like a man. Think about banished from the Garden of Eden. Back to the impeachment. Uh, so there's a lot, of, a lot, a lot of news reporting about this, obviously, because everybody likes uh, taking their victory lap over Donald Trump. But how important actually is this trial? Like, like, uh, like by all accounts, it seems like there is definitely no chance he's getting convicted. So, what's the deal with the impeachment? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Important, I think it's like kind of a thing where you have to go on the record vis-a-vis a violent coup attempt upon the U.S. government. And if you are pro or con that, I think that actually making Republicans like side with Trump and insurrection is a good political move. Uh, how how much of weight that will carry in two years for the midterms is always the issue because everyone always likes to talk about how the American voter has a short attention span and in like 
17 months, we could care about things that are... Tell totally- that to fucking Huma's laptop, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if only the average American voter was as concerned about events from two years previous as QAnon is concerned about Huma's laptop. Oh, God. It could just be the most recent Delta. You don't know. Oh, I can't wait because we're going to have during that election cycle, we're going to have like five year deltas, maybe even six year deltas. It's going to be so great. People trying to put two and two together for like why this is the moment things are really going to hit the fan. Um, The other thing is is that if Trump somehow miraculously did get convicted, uh, he would not be allowed to run for president in 2024. Um, which would I would think Republicans would want. I would think that if you were Howley or Cruz or any of these other lunatics who wanted to pick up the MAGA banner without having to actually confront Trump for it, that this would be like a, a no-brainer political move to make. But they apparently uh, either think that Trump's being really old and out of shape and the whole man, woman, person, camera, TV, uh, senility thing. They're all just kind of hoping that like some other DSX machina is going to get him out of the way. For they, just want, they just want nature to take its course. Yeah. They want nature to take its course. Or- how it works. That's it. We, everyone was just waiting on whatever to knock him down. Like the grab him by the pussy leak should have been the end of him and everyone was waiting like oh that's the end of him but it wasn't <laughs> we can't well well I, I think in this instance when we're talking about nature we're talking more about like you yeah. know a coronary problem or like a fucking aneurysm or a stroke heart attack any anything Sli- like, slipping down a ramp because he can't navigate it properly because he's an adonis we know that yeah we know that's not going to happen because he's in the shape of a professional football player the same shape that's what his doctor said that doctor that immediately quit <laughs> uh, but no i just I mean i think I, you might like you might be able to give a credit for being in the shape of uh like you know a, a, a long retired football player <laughs> body broken brain addled skin sagging and orange sounds about right to me that is the one thing that i've Donald Trump played for the to play for miami back in the 70s and that's, <laughs> that, that explains everything his obsession with mar-a-lago all that shit I'm just worried America is going to get complacent again and he really will like get the Republican primary in 2024. That would be, Oh, it would be, it would be such an incredible clown show. If that, if he just came back and even if he was able to like make some inroads in the Republican primary, just dealing with this all over again. And the best part about it would be that these guys, again, like Rubio and Howley and all these other schmucks who won't convict him, He'll just be like, look, you didn't think I committed any crimes. You think I'm cool. Like, you're on the record thinking I'm awesome. So get out of the fucking way. Let me just be president again. And, like, Cruz and these other schmucks are be like, God damn it. I was really hoping he was going to have a heart attack. What the fuck? Like, why does God like him more than me? And it's like, well, God's cruel, idiot. Like, you take, make your own future. Like, have a pair of balls and convict him, you cowards. But, Can you imagine like, if Ted Cruz managed to win the presidency of the United States? That, that, man would, like a, that man is like a living paperweight with a goatee sometimes. Uh, yeah. I, Just, I, he, was, he came in second to Trump in 16. I mean, by like the kind of the logic of a lot of these primaries, he would be like the heir apparent. I mean, that would be so, oh, Lord. I mean, the, the Cruz presidency, I mean, 
Trump at least had like a base of like followers who thought he was like some sort of like weird god or whatever. Is there actually anyone in America who likes Ted Cruz? I mean, it seems like people vote for him to spite their enemies. And then they're just sort of like, yeah, I voted for him. I don't like him, but I fucking voted for him because they got to own the libs. I mean, like, I just, I like, it seems like the man's existence is entirely based around like spiting other people. Uh, uh, I don't know yeah. anything about Ted Cruz aside from the fact that he sucks when uh, I've ever heard him talk. he The stuff he's saying sucks. So I don't know. Maybe he's got a rabid fan base of people that just like sucking. I mean, yeah. the, the, the Confederate Army still has a, a rabid fan base of people that like sucking. So, you know, I, I remember the Hunger I, Games still has a, <laughs> a, a rabid fan base of people that like sucking. Harry I, Potter still. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to. The internet Whoa. will come for me. <laughs> Al just getting spicier and spicier by the moment. I remember Al Franken saying something to the effect of, uh, I like Ted Cruz more than most senators uh, like Ted Cruz, and I hate Ted Cruz. So, like, even his colleagues in the Senate, like, despise him. And then he touched a woman without her consent. That was Al Franken, right? Yeah, that was Al Franken. Good move, Al. Oh, Al Franken. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you you dumb moron you're in the political party where you actually get removed for doing stuff like that yeah if you're, if you're, i mean the republicans have made it clear if you're going to do that move you have to record yourself bragging about it on tape then you can be president yes exactly okay so moving on in the in the cues in the news we've got a we've got our, our buddy jake angeli making headlines again and for those <laughs> of you who don't know who jake angeli is that is the real name of the person referred to as the QAnon shaman. Uh, Mike, what's Q shaman's deal? Uh, Q shaman right now is uh, mad at Donald Trump. He feels like Donald Trump hung him and the uh, rioters on January 6th out to dry. Does he have any opinions about Donald Trump's level of honor? uh, Donald Trump has no honor. Donald Trump is an honorless, uh, scurrilous human being. My Uh, God. It's it's, it's almost, it's, it's almost as if though he said Donald Trump, is quote not honorable. <laughs> so I mean, of all of all the deep cuts upon Donald Trump, I think that is the one that cuts the deepest. Uh, that this is a man uh, sans honor, as it were. Many of the people indicted uh, for their acts on January sixth have stated that they feel that Trump uh, encouraged them to do this, and that they were doing what they did on Trump's behalf. Uh, of course, in the impeachment trial, Trump's lawyers have said, we, we didn't do nothing. I don't know what those people are talking about. They're, they're out of their minds. They're crazy. They played Trump, the video. <laughs> Donald Trump literally was just exercising his First Amendment right to scream that the election was stolen from him and that he uh, needs people to stand up on his behalf and uh, do the right thing and give him back the presidency that was stolen from him. And if uh, you got to be a little rough and uh, throw a few elbows, I don't know, go for it. Get, get her done. Uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a sweet quote here, uh, courtesy of Newsweek. Uh, this is by uh, Q Shaman's attorney, Jacob Chansley, speaking on his, uh, on his client's behalf. Quote, please be patient with me and other peaceful people who, like me, are having a very difficult time piecing together what all happened to us, around us, and by us. I mean, again, yeah, it's, uh, I know I am frequently confused by how I manage to do a thing while I'm doing it. Uh, anyway, back to the quote. Uh, quote, we are good people who care deeply about our country. End quote. Yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy. 
<laughs> also, it's, it's it's worth noting that uh, uh, it's worth noting that aside from the fact that this guy's uh, apology reads like capital H horseshit the whole the whole way through, uh, it's important for us to remember that he is a precious snowflake and probably a cuck. And I only say this because I assume that that is the sort of thing he would say to a Muslim person who would like to wear a headscarf in a public space without being harassed. Uh, but it didn't stop him from complaining about the lack of organic food in his fucking prison. So, you, may you know, if, you, if, if religious freedom is the domain of snowflake cucks, then guess what, boy? You cucked yourself. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, he is. And the way you just said it is like so strange for where he is. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it all happened. Things just got out of hand. You know, when you're at like the front door of the buildings of Congress and people are smashing on doors and throwing things at windows to break them, at some point you can make the decision to be like, hey, guys, uh, stop doing that. And when they're like, fuck off, we're breaking in, then you can be like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. (laughs) This is a bridge too far for me. I know you can do that because as a teen, I did that exact exact thing when a few friends of mine were just like, hey, we're going to break into this abandoned police station. I said, no, thank you. Uh, Hard pass on that, bro. I, w- I was cool with hanging out around the abandoned police station, but I do not like. I, I would no, I would not like to break into that building. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's weird how uh, L had free will at that period of his life, whereas the Q shaman clearly did not, and just unbeknownst to him, ended up traipsing around the halls of Congress and then standing in the well of the Senate, looking like a god trying to like declare his uh, rule over Earth. Ch- to be fair, that- I, d- I didn't have Donald Trump's uh, hypnotic, smooth brain massaging uh, <laughs> message playing in my ears. So it, it could have could have happened to any red blooded patriot, Mike. Any anybody hearing Donald Trump's juicy words? How could they do anything other than want to blow up the Capitol or whatever? <laughs> how could I, they do anything other than premeditatedly bringing pipe bombs to put in front of both the DNC and RNC headquarters? Well ahead of Donald Trump saying any of that shit that day. <laughs> I, that's one of the things that makes me laugh so much is a lot of the QAnon people defending this stuff are just sort of like, hey, there was premeditation. So obviously Trump's speech didn't incite them when Trump was going on for months about how this election's being stolen from me. This shit is rigged. This is totally unfair. And then when someone like finally was able to, I would assume in a, uh, I know it's like a hand puppet show or to explain to Trump that on January 6th, the vote was going to be certified by Congress. And then Trump was like, Oh, on January 6th, they're going to certify the vote in Congress. I should tell people to come to Washington DC on the 6th. And then I will give a speech bitching and moaning about the election that's being stolen from me. I don't know, like a mile and a half away from where it's being stolen from me and see if the people listening to me will walk that mile and a half down to Congress and, I don't know, maybe kill a bunch of Congress people and Mike Pence and keep me president because I would be in favor of that. I mean, I've seen a lot of Trump supporters and assuming that they're going to walk a mile and a half to do anything seems like a big ask. So maybe he isn't. (laughs) And I I say this as a big, fat, lazy dude. Like, I can smell my own. And, uh, you know. Oh, man. A lot of those people are from the South and or the Midwest. So I'll leave connecting those dots up to you. (laughs) Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. Th- this guy. This guy's pretty much just uh, out here crying some crocodile tears because he doesn't want to get arrested for terrorism or whatever. And uh, 
you know, I, I like, I, I wish I could say that I look forward to hearing more from him, but I don't. I kind of just wish that he would quietly get arrested for a billion years and then I would never have to hear from him. <laughs> the only thing I would want to hear from him is I would love for him to have like an honest reaction to uh, QAnon's aggressive disavowing of him. Just the fact that they were like, Hugh Shaman never heard of him. He's obviously Antifa, mm-hmm. obviously a deep state undercover agent. I would just want to see if him or any of these other people who have been so aggressively disowned by this movement would ever like put two and two together and realize that like there is no loyalty in this group. That Antifa agent shaman reporting for duty. Right, exactly. Have you, have you listened to the the Alex Jones interview with him? Yep. Oh yeah, and he was like to- back then. I mean, he was still pretty uh, pro QAnon, pro Trump, like. He was just trying to be a bro with Alex. Like he, I really feel like he thought Alex wanted him on because now he was a celebrity and he was cool. And Alex trying to get some of that Q shaman rub off of him. And (laughs) then like a little while through the uh, interview, Q shaman kind of realized that Alex was trying to punk him and trying to make him out to be the bad guy of this whole thing. And Q Shaman was just like, bro, why are you doing this to me? We're on the same team, bro. <laughs> and Alex was just so angry and like he didn't want this guy to be his friend. And the same thing happened to Alex like a few weeks later when he brought a Boogaloo boy on the show. And that Boogaloo boy like literally called Alex out on his shit and like called Alex controlled opposition, said that Alex is just a talker and the Boog actually do things. And wow. they and it was really funny because the after their interview was over, Alex challenged the guy to a bare knuckle boxing match. And then, <laughs> then, like five minutes later, Alex realized that was a really fucking bad idea because he's an out of shape forty something piece of shit. And the guy he was talking smack about was a twenty something boog who actually is in shape. And then I was like, I was just joking about that bare knuckle boxing match. I don't want to do that. Please don't punch me. He was like, please don't beat the shit out of me in public. And I, 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 I live for the day where Alex Jones challenges me to a bare knuckle, a bare knuckle uh, boxing match. That would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I like my chances. It's like, I, I don't know where he records InfoWars, but is it an open combat state? Because I will literally accept on air and I'll just dive over the table after <laughs> and get it done. <laughs> maybe Texas does allow that. I mean, who knows? I mean, there are a surprising number of states that still have open combat laws on the books. It's fucking crazy. I mean, it's like it's 2021, but in some states you could literally just be like, hey, I want to fight you right now. And that person could be like, I agree. We should fight right now. And it doesn't matter how many police are by. Like, you just you just get to fight in the middle of the street. Bananas. (laughs) It's like that thing where there's like that still there's a law on the books in Massachusetts where you can duel on Boston Common if the mayor's present. And like, they just never got rid of that. So... That's a thing you can do in Boston. That's right, you? Alex Jones. I'm calling you out. We're gonna we're we're gonna fly to Boston, and we're gonna meet up at Boston Common. We're gonna get the mayor involved, and we're gonna duel to the death. <laughs> Calling you out, Alex Jones. Me and you, two men enter, one man leaves. <laughs> that would be the greatest uh, television event in the history of the world. Actually, because uh, because Alex Jones would never show up in a million years for anything that was remotely dangerous because uh, he at his at his heart a coward and a grifter who just wants to make money off this shit, which is like 
it's really funny because like he was at DC during the storming of the Capitol and he knew like immediately he was like, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> this I, is all gone south. <laughs> my idiot fans are actually doing what I've told them to do. And that hurts my bottom line. And the best part about it was Infowars themselves were like, yeah, we're taking over the Capitol. We're fucking people up. This is great. Woo! And when they get Alex on the horn, Alex's like, no, this is Antifa. Antifa is totally doing this. This is not us. Because he's the only one who gets how this is actually a bad thing. All of his idiot fucking employees. I am not Larry Braverman. I repeat. Yeah. I repeat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and it's just—it's just so. It, 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 he's just such an obvious con man, and like so many of these people, like this is the funniest thing about QAnon and and Alex and all these other right wing uh, grifting dirtbags is. The first thing they said to everybody was that if Joe Biden gets in, uh, there's going to be blood in the streets from all the children being slaughtered in Satan's name. And uh, you, there will probably be Antifa death squads coming to kill us all. Uh, the, Antichrist, the Antichrist will rise up. Uh, you're all fucked. The world's going to end. This is the end times. We're dead. Then Biden gets into office and all of these grifting dirtbags pivot and they're like, well, maybe it's not that bad. Because <laughs> they, I, no, I mean, no I, I don't know about all that. But Biden got sworn into office, and then the weekend performed the Super Bowl halftime show, and he brought Satan with him. This is this is important. This is true. I mean, maybe Alex Jones and all the rest of them are wrong because for Super Bowl halftime shows, this what we were finally getting back to the hardcore Satanism that has uh, been what the Super Bowl halftime show has been all about for decades. It's so oh, yeah. hard to follow uh, the uh, Satanism uh, of Shakira. A, a, fallen, oh. a fallen angel descending upon a choir of red-eyed devil-like people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it, it was Satan, Satan showed up, boy, and it got turned. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that was... Uh, and then the, the, um, the, the choir, like, parted. And I saw one Illuminati hunter uh, declaring that when that when the uh, the, the choir parted and there was that that hallway of light the weekend came through they were like and this is the birth of Satan as the weekend trudged out uh, apparently now sanctified and he was of course uh, wearing a red a red sparkly jacket and uh, black clothes besides that which is the wardrobe of Satan and wardrobe then- approved by Satan. This yes. is known. Uh, and then we had the backup dancers who were all wearing their satanic outfits uh, with their weird jockstrap masks, which, again, uh, mask indoctrination, all that important stuff of the New World Order and the Illuminati. Um, the the maze, there was all kinds of people talking about how the fact that the maze like is symbolic of like humanity being lost, deceived, tricked, led astray, confused. That three-second meme that everyone's busting out, like, that was that part. Also, the, the the weekend not wearing a mask and everyone else wearing a mask was the divide between the elites who don't play by the rules <laughs> and us, the shackled masses, uh, enslaved by our masks. Like, like that- I'm, sure, I'm sure it had nothing to do with the fact that he was sprinting around to the football field and stands, uh, like perform like singing and dancing and also running around like a crazy person to make his scene transitions on time yeah <laughs> like like at one point he went from like up high on that like set they built to down low so fast that they must have had like some sort of fireman pole or something installed in it 
Well, they, there was all that talk that he spent like $7 million on that performance, in which case I think I could have done it for like, I don't know, one and a half, maybe two. So uh, unless, unless fireworks cost tens of millions of dollars, in which case – uh, maybe well, I mean, you have to you have to pay all cheap. those. You have, you have to pay that choir and all the dancers and stuff, not just for the performance time, but also for the rehearsal time. And didn't the weekend uh, pay for a bunch of it himself? Yeah, as we just said, seven million dollars. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he, you got to spend money to make money, and the weekend is hot as fuck right now. He's got that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was really funny was uh, like last year, uh, Shakira and J Lo. Most of these people were just complaining about it being way too sexy because they're a bunch of uh, prudes uh, who believe that all all sex should be missionary with the lights off. And then yeah, because they're all Shapiro's. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're all Shapiro's. And what was really awesome was uh, the Lady Gaga halftime show. They had nothing for them and they made them so mad. So now they're happy that they finally got a halftime show where they can actually do their 45-minute YouTube clips where they get three ad breaks from Asian talking about how all the uh, Illuminati symbolism and occult uh, rhetoric of the weekend and how evil and demonic it is and get that uh, fear porn going strong for their audience because... We just see if we get the Church of Satan to sponsor our podcast. Can you imagine if our ad breaks were for the Church of Satan? That would be great. Uh, I mean, oh, boy. I, I do. I mean, I, I, I can throw a rock and hit Salem. I could go down to the tiny house that is uh, the Satanic Temple. I believe that's the name of the like uh, Church of Satan in our, our neck of the woods. And I could try to talk to those guys. I'm like, hey, can, I, can we do ad breaks? We'll buy the they have a Church of Satan like uh, membership cards you can get for like 20 bucks. I could absolutely like like do that kind of thing and like like do like a cross branding promotion between them and the uh, podcast. Can you, can you imagine how how popular we might 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 be get to the opposition? Did I just say might be get? Wow. Yes. Okay. Let me t- let me try that one again. Can you imagine <laughs> one more from the top. We might get with the opposition if our podcast became sponsored by Zootin? <laughs> <laughs> Actually. And then, but, yeah, my favorite thing about all of this stuff is that uh, Anton LaVey and then that, that the West Coast Church of Satan and the, the Satanic Temple, um, these groups are basically like atheists slash libertarians who just use the First Amendment and quote unquote Satanism as a thumb to the eye of Christians who try to overstep what the constitution says you can do when they like try to put like a public uh, display of Christianity somewhere that like this public property, they're like, okay, great. We'll put a statue to Baphomet up there next to it. And the first amendment says we have a right to do that. So tough shit. And they're not actually, and if you read like the tenets of these two churches, it's just basically live and let live. It's a bunch of boring secular humanism, the whole we worship the bad guy in the Bible thing is like not something a lot of people do. Like there's probably not a lot of actual like bad guy in the Bible Satanists in America or the world. That is an incredible niche. Yeah. It's like Richard Ramirez and I can't think of any others. Right. Well, well, hey man, hey man, re- reach out, reach out to Satan and see if, uh, see if they've got. I mean, they're a church, right? So that means that they they get like all those tax breaks and shit. And uh, I'm sure they've got a gift shop. So go ahead and go ahead and see if they've got that money trickling and if they'd like to uh, like to spread like to have us spread the good word about Satan. You know, after a long hard day of contemplating 
the misery of our country. I like to rest my head in the warm bosom of Satan. Yes, that's right. Lucifer, the morning star, the devil himself, Satan. Satan. <laughs> I actually think that uh, the, the Salem uh, Satanic Temple, I think they actually went out of their way to not be tax exempt. They didn't want to be hypocrites. So I'd be interesting. To That's not good because that, that, that means that they will they will have less money with which to buy ad space for uh, <laughs> Mom's Old Fashioned Satan. The yeah. same Satan recipe you recognize from when you were a kid. That also reminded me of like the crazy saga of like David Hogg making an anti my pillow pillow company. Uh, like the Parkland shooting survivor kid is all over Twitter, having created a new pillow company called Good Pillow. <laughs> they're gonna go at my pillow and try to fuck them up and take the pillow market away from the guy that supported the insurrection. And all I can think of is that like because my pillow was like just so synonymous with podcast advertisement. That I'm like, hey, David Hogg, like, hit us up. We'll do a <laughs> pillow. You're not even going to have a product for like a fucking year, but we will shill for your impending product for a year, sight unseen. And then when it comes out and it's a total, a total dumpster fire, uh, we'll still have a year of ad money from you, and we will appreciate it very much. Folks, so, when your knees are worn out from praying to Baphomet, it's just good <laughs> pillow, softest pillow you can kneel on. While you're <laughs> <laughs> how incredible L's ad reads are think of how yeah. that is folks I'm here to tell you how I just built my new satanic website with Squarespace <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're throwing away money not advertising via L and his golden vocal cords you're, you're leaving fool. money you're leaving money on the table absolutely absolutely uh, you clumsy in the kitchen. You know, it looks good on the Satan's red skin is Blue Apron, folks. Blue Apron is here to make you a <laughs> I enjoy that our podcast has become so meta that it's not even about anything anymore. We're now the Seinfeld of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Truly, we are a podcast about nothing. Uh, okay, so uh, we it sounds like we co- we covered all of the newsworthy bits uh, for this week because uh, it, it turns out that the, the the white hot heat of QAnon news headlines is sort of abated slightly, which means uh, for the first time in many weeks we are going to get back to investigating the the mystery of Q's eponymous Q drops from back in the day. But now Yay. now it's like an autopsy because back Q, to the lab yeah, again. We're, digging, we're digging around in his guts, but not in like the sexy way, the autopsy way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're getting, we're getting up in Q's guts once again, uh, starting with, I, I believe we were on Q drop a, a nice round number Q drop five zero number, number 50. Uh, so let's hear from the voice of Q. Big drop. How did NK obtain uranium? How did Iran obtain uranium? Why did Bio send billions in cash and wire to Iran? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why the cash component? Was the hostage component a cover? For what? Could any of the cash component be handed off to other people? How many planes carried the cash into Iran? Did all land in Iran? Did all land in the same location? Why is this relevant? Who controls NK? Who really controls NK? <laughs> the single person. Think of a powerful entity. Why is this important? Why are wars so important? Who benefits? What does hostage refer to? Who can be held hostage and controlled by NK having miniaturized nuclear weapons? Where is BO today? Where is VJ, Alice, and Wonderland? My oh God. It was, a little, it was a little bit meatier than I expected. <laughs> what I love is that there were four planes that brought the money to Iran. And uh, why is this relevant? You tell me, idiot. Why does this four planes matter to you? Like, <laughs> it's just this sort of weird detail-orientated bullshit where – you make people like chase their own tails trying to figure out like there were four planes. Oh my God. What does four mean? Start decoding. Got to figure it out. Four equals D. What does D mean? I mean, it's just that kind that's of, just a, that's just because you're not familiar with the old four plane Monty. Like <laughs> very common. If you, yeah. if you, if you would, if you would obscure where some money is going, four plane Monty is the way to do it. Yeah. It is absolutely all about the four plane Monty. Uh, a and, old four plane Monty. So, so is this Trump saying that, that Barack Obama took a big cash payout to give North Korea and Iran uranium? Uh, yes, pretty much. Like this is this is whining about the Iran nuclear deal, which was a big thing that everyone was mad about. And Trump on the campaign trail was going to get us out of it. And he did. And now Biden's trying to get us back into the Iran deal because we don't want Iran to have nuclear weapons. <laughs> they were agreeing to the terms of the deal until Trump got rid of it. At which point, Iran was like, you know what? Maybe we'll make a fucking nuke now. How do you like them apples, idiot? That's so, what I would do with Iran, the country. See what I did there? Iran. <laughs> See? I told you, Sarge. Making gro- groan-inducing humor like that is my job. <laughs> Me. So uh, uh, th- they love the visual of the giant pallets of cash that we like brought to Iran. And they don't want to acknowledge the fact that that was part of the deal because like back, back in the seventies, when the Shah took, when the, when the Shah of Iran got overthrown by the Ayatollah and all that kind of stuff, basically Iran had bought a bunch of shit from us and we took the money. Then we didn't give them the shit they paid for. And we held that money in escrow for like, like decades. And part of the negotiation was Iran was like, Hey, we want that money back. Like you gotta give us that money. Are you back. talking about the Iran Contra crisis? Uh, no, no, I don't think this was Iran Contra. I think this was actual because that was that was under the table kind of uh, money being shipped around here and there. This was an actual like above board agreement that we made of Iran, and then we fucked them over. And like there were a, there were people that like basically there were people that offered Iran like much arbiters that were like you owe these guys like way more money than this 
but we got Iran to take a bite on the lower figure of money and and for whatever other parameters in the negotiations. So really, like that pile of cash was like a sweet deal that we got because I remember it was like one arbiter said something to the effect of like three point three billion dollars is what we owed Iran, which was like what the fuck. <laughs> so, um, hmm. this was all just negotiation and all that kind of stuff. But again, anything a Democrat does is bad and evil. And at the end there, where he brings up VJ, uh, yeah, that what the hell is Bo and VJ. Uh, Bo is Barack Obama, and VJ is Valerie Jarrett, and that—that uh, that is again some more of that like kind of uh, bullshit of QAnon, where Obama was a, a moron and a dupe, which isn't racist at all. And that was basically that Valerie Jarrett was like his CIA handler who was like controlling him inside the White House. Whenever, whenever he would stray too far off the reservation, she'd like pull on his leash and be like, "Hey, you got to do the right thing, Barack." Remember what we did to Kennedy? Like, calm it down, dial it back a little. Let's uh, let's keep stay on the beam and do what the Satan worshiping monsters want you to do. Who's the uh, who is the the powerful entity referenced here that controls uh, North Korea or whatever? Like, is, is it the House of Mouse? Uh, yes, it should be. I, I I would love for it to be Disney. Uh, this why is, are wars so important? You mean Star Wars? Oh shit! Plot yeah. Boom, you got it. The Mandalorian is part of this. Oh, I always knew we'd bring down Pablo Pascal. That's sort of a <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this uh, this is one of the things where Q was talking about how North Korea isn't actually run by uh, Kim's family. It was actually run by the CIA as a way to terrorize the world by having a rogue state that had nuclear powers and capabilities, even though the main country that North Korea fucks with is us. So it's really weird that, like, the CIA is running a country to fuck with America when they're America. But uh, then Q, because this was back when Q actually did things, uh, patriots, like, murdered the CIA uh, leaders that were that were pulling the strings on Kim, and they liberated him. And that's why Kim was able to cut the historic peace deal with Trump and get rid of all of his nuclear w- weapons and, like, make the world a better place. Oh, wait, none of that happened. I'm just lying. But... Um, they that was the story that they that um Q liked to tell that this is what's really going on behind the scenes of North Korea, which is really weird because North Korea has only been around since like the 1950s. It's, this isn't like some ancient nation like Mongolia or something where like <laughs> its history is like shrouded in, in the ancients and one could never truly know what was going on in the thir- in 1300 BC and shit. Nope, this is like, yeah, this country, it's been around for 70 years, and here are the three guys that have run it. So it's it, this isn't like this isn't really tricky to figure out exactly what happened in North Korea. Like the it's, Russian, it's, like, it's like the Mormonism of governments. It is yes. easily scrutable. <laughs> Maybe because because it's happened so recently, one might even call it wildly scrutable. <laughs> Kim Jong-un found gold plates. That is divine the words of God. It's really, it's all of that. And if, Kim Jong-un seems like he uh, he found gold plates and then he ate all the food that was on them. Waka <laughs> yeah. waka. Boom, take that. Get it? Because oh. he's doughy while all of his people starve? It's funny. Yeah. Boom. So, I would call it gallows humor, but it's more like swallows humor. Folks. <laughs> this is where we have the soundboard. We should be banging the rim shot like all day, like just like five minutes of rim shot drops. All right, uh, you, you you want to move on to the next uh, the next tiny drop? Yeah.
Oh, I'm uh, much as I'm all about weak nuts. I'm also all about tiny drops. Boom! Damn it! We hear you. We hear all Americans, such as yourself. The time has come to take back our great land. The time is now. Rest assured, POTUS is backed by the absolute finest people alive, who are all dedicated to the eradication, evil, and corruption from the U.S. world. Find peace. God is with us. God bless and be safe. The WH. Okay. Uh, I should clarify that uh, this particular drop is uh, Q responding in quote form to some big weepy post that some idiot on one of these chain boards posted about like, Oh, but like uh, but all this propaganda, and I'm a patriot, and I, uh, you know, the the idea that Satan has run our country makes me want to kill myself. So I'm thinking about joining the Navy so that I can be a good soldier, and yada yada yada, and all that word shit. And also, it's got a big picture. the The quote itself has a big picture that says "One Nation Under God," and it's the 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 continent of uh, well, the the country of uh, of America with the an American flag over it. Yeah, the <laughs> continent of the United States. I mean, let's be real. Um, uh, Canada's our hat. And Mexico's our boots, um, yeah. And uh, my, my favorite part about it is that the 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 picture is one nation under God T-shirt design PNG. So whoever decided to quote this one, they didn't even decide to rename the file. They were just like, "I found it, boom, I nailed it." <laughs> the, my- the second thing that's interesting about this is has Q signed off as from the White House before? Is that a thing? Oh, I, wow. no, I don't believe, I, and I don't know this ever happened again. I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, th- this is allegedly a verified Q post, right? Like trip code style and all that shit. So, so like, what, what's, yeah, what's the deal so... with you suddenly, suddenly claiming to be from the White House? Unless the the WH could possibly stand for anything else. This is still in the four chan days, so it's it's very, it's very verified, and it's original Q. Well, yeah, this is, well, what happened was uh, one of the other great uh, QAnon researchers, uh, the QAnon Origins Project, what ha- basically around QDrop uh, 34, people started finding like the old shit Q said, and uh, he started like verifying his old uh, claims. And that's how they started creating the canonical uh, QDrops that we now know and love today. So, Whenever he he would make more and more stuff, people would like make graphics updating what the Q drops currently contain, and he would be like, "Yes, this is accurate. You are doing a good job, my uh, follower." And um, so this is absolutely a real Q drop, and this is I, from what I know, this is the only time he's ever been like, "Yeah, I'm in the White House. I'm part of White House staff, and uh, we're uh, we're listening to you. We hear you, and we're going to work for you." Have any, have any of these other more successful, uh, like QAnon, uh, you know, sort of forensic scientists or whatever, like, have they ever figured out why in this one post Q suddenly is claiming to be from the White House? I've, I've actually never heard this. This is, uh, I'm going to have to run this up the flagpole to people because this is like one of those things where, like, you just have seen these drops so many times, your eyes kind of dull over and you don't notice things. But this is very strange. That he literally is telling you, oh yeah, by the way, I'm uh, I'm making this Q drop from a computer inside the White House. Like, I am literally the right hand of Donald Trump. Yeah, you should. Uh, uh, you, Donald you Trump should, be on 4chan. You, you should take a look into that. You should look into the sinister meaning behind Q claiming to be from the White House, and also what cryptic message could be uh, found within One Nation Under God T-shirt underscore design dot png. 
Well, I mean, who, who we, we can't skip over. Rest assured, POTUS is backed by the absolute finest people alive. And now here in the future, uh, that that's aged like milk. Uh, I mean, so maybe more than anything, this post is uh, this post might be uh, Donald Trump as Q more than anything else. First of all, (laughs) he's preemptively saying uh, or or not preemptively, he's 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 signing it from the White House. But also, if you just read it in Donald Trump's voice, it's just like, rest sure, POTUS is backed by the absolute finest people alive. We're all dedicated to the eradication of evil corruption. The finest people. We've got the best people working on it with the most people and the best and the greatest people. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and then, like, someone, like, whispers in Trump's ear to, like, really lay the really lay the God stuff on on thick. So he's like, oh, yeah, God is with us. God bless and be safe. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm totally Donald Trump. I'm totally from the White House. The WH. Yep, nailed it. Boom. I'm so good at this Q stuff. I mean, at this point, th- at this point, this is still like LARP stuff, right? So the, yeah. the, this person is probably intentionally like trying to let a little information like leak out, where it's just like, oh, my Q level clearance plus being in the White House, what does it mean? Uh, because they want people to be invested, Tom Clancy style. This oh, yeah. is still the first couple of days, and Q's on Q's on four chan for three months yeah. before he jumps to eight chan. Yeah. And, and then claims that 4chan was compromised and not cool and he couldn't stay there. So the the, the first three months, uh, which I don't know how many Q drops that comprises, is is very much like just the actual LARP, LARPiest LARP. Yeah, it's the Wild West. And I mean, and there were people like trying to like hone in on the action. And there are also, uh, again, the QAnon Origins Project, they're looking for like, more Q drops on October 30th. They figured that were actually from Q because you can still go through the cha- the 4chan archives and look through all that stuff. And given what Q's posting schedule was like back then, there's probably, he probably was saying more shit. And uh, there's also like some times where like it, there'll be a session or something. And it looks like the person that was being Q was like not in character as it were sometimes but I'll have to like dig around on that some more and make sure that I'm not like speaking out of turn. I'm sure, but, I, I'm sure that that vice documentary totally found out who Q was while oh. also totally missing the point the whole time. <laughs> they were, they were so busy looking for Q that they found him and missed all of the other points. So good work vice and all of your, uh, all of your, all of your skills, I guess, whatever. <laughs> cool. So um, I, I, I can wear some horn rim glasses. If you guys are looking for a new Q pundit, holler at your boy. Oh God! Uh, that, that's all I want in my life is to be a officially accredited QAnon uh, researcher via Vice, as it we, were. We've never filmed a documentary, have no video experience, but you can hire us, us three. We will make a better QAnon documentary. Just give us the money that you gave those idiots. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, how long would it take for us to record for one of us to look into the camera and say it was some rando, and then it was the Watkinses? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> we, we, we cracked that nut boys and while and while we're at it also uh the guy in inception is in a dream the whole time and also uh magic does exist in pan's labyrinth uh you can find out all this information by just observing the material uh, <laughs> or the, like what what's the deal with uh thomas edison like he wasn't a genius he just went through all the old patents and saw what didn't work so he's like, here's the 900 things that people already tried. We don't have to do those. So he just did a little research. And it's just like, hmm, there's all these people that have done the research and are like, 
who could Q be? Oh, it's those two idiots. It's those guys there. Like, and, and they just didn't do that. And the thing that's like so funny to me is uh, Dominion, it was either D- Dominion or Smartmatic. It was one of the two uh, providers of um, voting machines that are currently suing everybody for billions of dollars <laughs> for being defamed. Boy, are they. One of one of the cease and desist orders they put out uh, actually had on it uh, Ron and Jim Watkins as like people that they are targeting to shut up about them or they're bringing the hammer down on them. So uh, Icarus is flying a little too close to the sun here when your dumb image board uh, full of Nazis and lolliporn is now being listed alongside uh, my pillow guy, Sidney Powell, Linwood, Fox News, Newsmax. Like, <laughs> congratulations, guys! You made it to the big boy table, and by big boy table, I mean billion dollar lawsuit. <laughs> so, uh, like, I th- I think that's one of the reasons why, beyond the, just the fact that Jim really thought QAnon would go away after Trump lost because Jim doesn't have vision or foresight of how cults work and how these kinds of movements don't die ever. The Wagyu uh, hat blocks that vision. Yes. <laughs> um, so so Jim's still down in South America. Where's Ron? Uh, I think Ron's in Japan. I think Jim's in actual America. I think Jim's here in the U.S. right now um, because he applied for citizenship in the Philippines and one thing led to another and he didn't get it. So I think Jim's in the U.S. and Ron's not, but I, I'm not totally a thousand percent sure on any of that. But uh, again, when you're wearing your uh, proud of your Japanese heritage American cowboy hat, things get confusing for where you're currently located. All right, let, let's roll into this next meaty drop. Give it to me. Oh, the next, the meatiest of drops. Q drop fifty. Uh, is it? Oh, no, it's fifty-two. We're looking 52. at now. Review BO's financial disclosure when he submitted pre-D election campaign. What is the annual salary of a sitting U.S. president? What homes were just purchased by BO? How much did it cost? How does it reconcile? What is the net worth of Pelosi? How does it reconcile? What is the John M. Institute? Notice any patterns relating to the CF? Where did John M. obtain his surgery? Why is this relevant? What surgery did he supposedly have? How many days until he was sitting back in Congress and sitting on the OS column? What is John M.'s net worth? How does it reconcile? What is M.W.'s net worth? How does it reconcile? You can play this game with most D's and many R's. What does Swap refer to? What does money buy? Alice and Wonderland. I hate Riddler Q so much. I mean, again, it's just an, like that's a lot of words for whoever wrote this to waste on just being like, "Hey, man, I don't understand how people make money." <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the 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 president only makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year. So, how did Barack Obama buy all those houses? And it's just like, well. He was probably pretty well off before he was the president. And also as the president, he gets to be incredibly more well off because he gets to be paid for like other shit, like speaking fees or whatever. Yeah. Like the moment Obama got out of the White House, he had like a trillion dollar book deal because everyone wanted the Obama memoir. Yeah. Sorry. Not while he's in the White House. But I mean, it's like it's like pretty easy to see how these politicians manage to make supplementary income, including but not limited to just like checking their tax returns, which Democrats are not the ones who are afraid to turn over. 
Right. And, and the other thing that's really funny about this is that Obama was uh, like a millionaire going into the White House, but he had his two books, uh, like the, the Audacity of Now and Dreams of My Father. Like, I may have got that first book title wrong, but like he the had. Audacity of Hope. He, the, the, was the Audacity of Hope? Yeah. But yeah, the, like those, those books like kind of like put him on the map as being someone that was like a mover and shaker in democratic politics. And then he was a senator for a cup of coffee before he became president. So he was like independently wealthy uh, before uh, he got into office. And John McCain uh, came from a family of admirals. Admirals. I mean, that was kind of like a big like failure point for him is that he kind of washed out of the Navy and he didn't get it or the Air Force, whatever branch of the military he was in. But he kind of he didn't make it. He wasn't like the four star leader that he was supposed to be and but he still had a prestigious family bloodline and then he married a rich lady that's how he got his money so i mean like these things are like known that like the how these people got where they were yeah mike so, but how does it reconcile <laughs> <laughs> it reconciles that a powerful guy marries a rich lady so he can be powerful and rich like Riddler Q, I mean, at least with the previous Riddler Q drop where he was talking about the four planes and then they all land in the right place, at least that shit was like a, a bullshitty enough where you might not understand it or you could do research as though, where did those plans lane? This is just like, how did these people get their money? And it's like, book deals and marriage, idiot. <laughs> There's nothing to it. It's so pathetic. The oldie fashion. Wait, wait drop another nothing burger on us, Q. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for absolutely nothing. So uh, let's Q, Q drop 52 sucks. Just like DC's the new 52. Thank you. Boom. Take that DC comics. Roast. Nice timely roast. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's not timely because I think that new 52 shit is over because the new 52 sucked. Yeah. It was years ago. That's what Turbo I'm saying. Team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on to that next sweet, sweet buttery drop. List out all who have foundations. Why is this relevant? How can donations be used personally? Analyze the filings. Who is charged with overseeing this? IRS? Corrupt? Politically motivated? The level of corruption in our country, and most others, is so severe there is only one way. Alice and Wonderland. So this is a vague reference to a military coup being needed to purge America and the world of corruption. I don't know how you can have a world army and not be a quote-unquote globalist, which is the thing these people hate more than anything on Earth. But, hey, uh, if the global army is killing my enemies, they're good, I guess. Never forget that Trump has all the power, but every single institution in America is corrupt. The yeah. IRS, all the branches of the military, the FBI, the CIA, they're all corrupt. But Donald Trump has all the power, but everyone around him is corrupt. You, yeah, you would think if Trump knew what he was doing, he could, like, I don't know, pull some strings and fix our government and make it actually work, which apparently he cannot. No, he's very bad at that. He's very bad at his job. I mean, he, he couldn't even make a wall happen, so... <laughs> We have two more. We have two more little baby drops to get through today, and that'll put oh, us at fifty-five, boy. which is where we wanted to start. So, yeah. and, and, roll and, into those. And Q drop fifty-five is the mother load, as it were. So here's the, here's the pre here's the uh, second to last one of the of the of this segment that leads to the big payoff at the end. 
blind are the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. Just leaning into that Christian bullshit because... Being uh, right with you is being right with Jesus. Yes. And this is what makes me laugh so much about this kind of stuff is... There's no law enforcement in the world that would like <laughs> talk about Satanism and Christianity this way. I mean, you kind of have to go where the witnesses take you and where the evidence leads you. And what if you found a bunch of non-Christian witnesses who are willing to out the deep state? Nope, impossible. If you're not like a hardcore, read a couple passages before you go to bed Christian at the end of the night, you're probably a deep state baby-eating monster. So... and. I wonder how much well this played with like the Chan boards because they're a bunch of nihilist, edgelord, neo Nazis. Were they all sort of like, yeah, he's going hardcore Christian, this is great? Or were they like, oh yeah, he's saying this shit so that when we talk to the blue pilled normies about this crap, we can like hit him with the Jesus and make him think it's okay? It's also worth noting, no, uh, no, no thing, Jesus. It's also worth noting. Uh, that, uh, you know, we're, we're bouncing back and forth uh, pretty wildly between uh, Riddler Q and Penguin Q here. Uh, Riddler Q obviously being the one that drops all of the rhetorical questions, and then uh, Penguin Q being our blanket term for anyone who's pretty much not writing in that style, as in posting Bible quotes or <laughs> just posting some other single quote with no rhetorical questions, or in the later drops, uh, just writing, you know, technically coherent paragraph structures about nonsense, which is really fun to, to read because it just sounds like the ramblings of an actual crazy person. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so is it time for the money shot of a uh, key driver number 55? Yay. Hit us with it, daddy. Look to Twitter. Exactly this. My fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. God bless. Yeah. So three and a half years ago, Donald Trump was going to tweet this tweet out and the storm was going to be upon us and everyone, all our bad guys were going to die. Yeah. And the best part about this is now this actually can't happen because uh, Twitter just came out and said that Trump's banned his lifetime. If he runs for public office again, they will not give him his account back. He can fuck all the way off. <laughs> Get your longboards out, folks. The storm wave is upon us. November yes. 2nd, 2017, the storm happened. I don't remember. You, yeah, where, where, where were you when the storm happened? I think my running joke is I was in an Arby's when America was made great again. When I was I, not in an Arby's. But, I mean, that's that's where you should be. You want to be in Arby's because where else could you possibly go to really feel the soul of America via like, <laughs> made processed meat? Yeah, I mean, if Donald Trump really wanted to help America, he could have made Arby's great again. I mean, come on. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you, Trump? But this is the thing, is that this was so urgent and so eminent and so impending three and a half years ago, and yet these people are still recycling this crap. That that Friday-Saturday thing that predates this drop, they're digging up stuff that's ancient and screaming and yelling about how it's still relevant today. Uh, it, 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 it's like looking for the, uh, the the rapture in the Bible. It's like trying to decode when the date is and all that kind of stuff. Only now we're watching Nostradamus and these other hucksters doing it in real time. 
I mean, Q's message is timeless. You just you just got to wait for time to match up to Q's wisdom. <laughs> I've actually had people talk about that, where they say that Q and that Q's message, like those the early drops, are actually the end of the story, and we are working backwards to it. Oh, so, so Q, Q is Christopher Nolan, and this is Memento. Yes, or uh, no, well, uh, that, 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 explains, that explains why QAnon is so popular for no reason. Uh, so I've actually had people, and then there are other people who've said that uh, Q drops are not in chronological order, that this is all just Q's gazing of the time stream, and he's just like throwing things out there. Oh, so Q's the- Dr. Manhattan. Yes. Fuck Q is- you and fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Q, Q is just, he's just so highly evolved that his stuff will make sense only when it means to make sense. You know what I, you know what I mean, bud? Yep. Wowie, zowie. That, that, that's where they go with it. That's how they try to justify it. It's so great. Uh, well, okay. Well, well, well f- f- fuck Q and his drops and the horse he rode in on. Let's talk about our swollen mailbag. Woo! <laughs> yes, the, our incredibly swollen mailbag. Uh, this week, both of our Grand Inquisitor, Inquisitors are coming at us hard. Uh, Chairman Walkman uh, throws the first punch by asking, how do you like your coffee? Light and sweet because I'm extra basic. Uh, black because I'm lactose intolerant. Or if you order an iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts and you happen to be in the Boston area, you just call that a large ice regular. <laughs> Let me get a large ice regular. Yeah, and I don't drink coffee, so that's how I take it. Um, I mean, that's how that's how you're going to win your seventh Super Bowl ring. No caffeine, no strawberries. Keep it yep. tight. Yes, and a decimated offensive line on the other team. Boom, take that, you absolutely terrible Kansas City offensive line. <laughs> um, Roasted. The uh, AIS Millard, our other Grand Inquisitor, asks, uh, what will hardcore QAnon people be doing politically and personally a year from now? What about the moderate followers who are more likely to lose hope? And um, how much will re- uh, how much will recruiting disaffected QAnon f- uh, followers bolster uh, the violent right, the, like neo Nazis and other white supremacist groups? Politically railing against pedophilia, privately engaging in pedophilia. I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I- I really wonder, like, how like the the grifter class will try to like sort of disassociate from Q and try to make it more just right wing standard bullshit. Well, like, because like they these people like Praying Medic and Jordan Sather and all these guys, they want to try to hit that sweet spot where they have some faith healer, crunchy hippie dippiness in them, uh, and they also are basically trying to be like uh, Ben Shapiro, post uh, post Beck. Uh, Cernovich and the other dirtbag right wing uh, grifters that are like on that level of trying to make money off this stuff. I think that like the main goal is to try to be like, hey man, Q is a vibe and a belief and a and like that kind of stuff. They they just want to go down that road and not so much down the road of uh, like talking about the fact that Q was like literally what caused like the capital. Like that idea of violent, violent reclaiming of the government because we need the military to stamp out our enemies and exterminate all the libs. That's a little too spicy to get yourself on OAN and Newsmax and definitely Fox News. Q is where the heart is. Unfortunately, that heart is in the antebellum South. So... Yes. So, and, 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 uh, I, right now, because QAnon is on Gab and on Telegram, 
there is like, the people who are monitoring groups like Oath Keepers and neo Nazi groups and all that kind of stuff. They're seeing those like channels or talking about like, hey, you need to go into like the QAnon channels and like talk to them and like if you find people that seem receptive, like tell them to come on over to our channel and talk about this stuff and just like break bread with them. So there is like a pipeline from QAnon to like violent right wing extremism. How powerful that pipeline will be is interesting because I think it really kind of comes down to the uh, losing hope thing because QAnon is just all about the bread and circuses in the sense that they're just constantly trying to keep you happy and placated and thinking that something's going to happen and we're going to get a payoff. Um, I saw one guy who was like, uh, the whole point of what's happening right now wasn't so much that Biden got into office. It was to trigger a violent counter response by us so that then they could crack down on us. And it's like, well, I think getting Biden into office was like part one and like you guys doing something stupid was just the cherry on top of the Sunday. Step one. Uh, yeah, so like step one was having the guy that was going to execute all of the bad guys for treason no longer be capable of doing that. So now the bad guys get to live without the threat of eminent arrest and uh, execution at Gitmo. Part two was to make us sad about it. It's like, no, uh, that is part two. It's not part one. Part one was not you being sad. So like the, the, the mythos of this thing w- w- was built. We've, we have the story. We know what the story was. You can't lie about the story now, although you're trying to because you want to keep your audience hopeful but not violent. Like that's the needle they got to thread where people are willing to buy into your bullshit but not buy into it so much they grab a gun and try to save the world. I both love and hate the idea of some neo-Nazi on Telegram infiltrating a flat earth group in order to preach QAnon. It's just like, oh boy. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll be easier. Maybe it'll be easier on the world at large to keep track of all these uh, people if they just like coalesce all of their dumb stuff into one, you know, like u- uber conspiracy. It's all one thing. And fuck it, they could put they, they could call it they could just keep calling it QAnon. QAnon will just absorb all of these other dumb culty things, and then we will never be out of a job because we'll always have some dumb horseshit to talk about. <laughs> Can you believe that a lot of Q people still think the Earth is flat? What a bunch of dumb dumbs! <laughs> Yo, oh yeah, when we, when we shift into hard anti-flat Earth, that's when this podcast is really going to pop off. Um, or, or in a year after the vaccines have rolled out, and it's just like, did you hear a bunch of more Q supporters died because they refused to take the vaccine? Ha <laughs> ha! What a bunch of clowns! <laughs> <laughs> Those clowns in QAnon sure did it again. What a bunch of clowns! Uh, Potion Seller asks, uh, what do you think QAnon influencers will do going forward? Is it likely that one or more of them will try to become a Q-like figure? Well, we kind of covered this in the previous question. Yeah, it's there, Lynn Wood. He's ascended to the, the position of chief... Q mouthpiece, right? Yeah, Lynn Wood is basically like acting as Trump and Q. He's like kind of like the character that combines Luke Skywalker and Han Solo into one. He is the Qualpha and the Quomega. Yes. <laughs> so like, so like Lynn Wood's going for it. I but he wasn't like an old school grifter. Uh, I the spy, that LARPing bastard that most of QAnon hates. I has always worked that angle where he is like Q adjacent and is like basically working in the office down the hall from Q. So like, there's always going to be someone who's going to be trying to be like, Hey, I'm the insider with the Intel you need to save the world. But uh, whether or not I will ever get traction with that crap because Q left and failed, uh, who knows? But um, mm. yeah. 
That is, uh, that's what that, um, Mr. Wild, Buck Wild also, t- everyone wants to go on this thing. And he says, who, what do you think Jordan Sather will transfer to to scam people? He'll just go back to the health shit. He'll just sell his $30 coffee. Chips. He's going to be the next Mistress Cleo. Yes, <laughs> oh, absolutely. All of, I mean, these people are like, there I are these- so hard not to say, call me now right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like this is. So many of these people just are grifters, like born and bred at this point, and this is what they're going to do for forever. They're never going to shy away from it. Um, yeah, I mean, even even if all of the QAnon avenues dried up, they just go to sell like some fucking horseshit vitamin supplement or whatever, right? Yes. Oh, there. Someone had a, uh, a vitamin supplement thing, and I saw like their the ad copy for it, and I just looked at it and I'm like, well, this is Jordan Sather or Dustin Nemos, 100. percent and then I read the and then I read the ad pitch at the bottom, and it was Dustin Nemos, and I'm like, "Yep, that fucking figures." Yeah. So it's like these guys are like just such grifting scum, and they've seen what Alex Jones does of all his dick pills and vitamin D that he marks up fifty percent over what you can get at Walgreens. So they know that there's a market for this stuff. You preach fear and bullshit, and then you sell people pills. So they're gonna this is they're always gonna work these angles. I mean, this is an inevitability of this stuff. Um. Trap Lord Flecko asks, what are your thoughts on Assange? Uh, I think he like was doing Russia's bidding when he released the Podesta emails and all that kind of stuff. I think he also was aggressively anti-Hillary because she hated him and he hated her. So it was kind of it was mutual, it was a mutual thing where Putin's like, hey, like kneecap Hillary, knock her down a peg or two. And Assange was like, fuck yeah, I got this. And uh I don't really think he's a journalist. I think what he did was actually criminal. And if he is extradited and stands trial in America, I'm good with it. Um, but it seems like also he's like suffering really badly right now being in prison and all of that stuff's kind of dicey. So, and QAnon making him out to be a hero is, well, he, he helped Trump win elections. So of course they're going to think he's a hero. I am surprised. Trump I mean, you know, for, 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 for my money, I, I'm perfectly happy with people that helped Trump ascend to power being in prison. If that makes me a bad liberal or a bad person, then I'm cool with that. No, I, I'm, I'm the bad guy. You need to start having some accountability. Sorry, Mike, you, you couldn't follow up on my reference because Sarge started talking. I, I know. And, and also, uh, thanks to the power of the webcam, I saw you going for it, and I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, yes. Uh, Aso Aces asks, uh, what's the likelihood that Trump will attempt to sell U.S. secrets in exchange to continue, for continued funding of his businesses? Uh, 100%. He will absolutely give anyone anything for a nickel. I mean, that is... Yeah, I literally could not think of a more, like, toxic state secret leaking asset to the Russians or whatever than former President Donald J. Trump. Uh, for, for 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 the good of the nation, for many reasons, uh, New York or Georgia or whatever state finally gets to him needs to get get to him and put him in a cell, and then you know he can spend the rest of his life there, or he can totally legitimately kill himself like Epstein did. I mean, everyone everyone who's anyone agrees that Trump will absolutely do that. Biden's cutting off his access briefings, yep, yeah, and to current intelligence briefings, and I don't think that's ever been done before as far as i'm aware of oh yeah i mean mean, i'm sure like there's like certain points where like a president lets former presidents have some intel to try to like give them advice and stuff like that but i mean i can't i can't imagine trying to coach trump from the sidelines i can't imagine bill clinton or w or obama being like 
done. This is what you got to do here. Here's the play. I just can't. <laughs> the idea that you would try it and the idea that he would listen to you is madness. He just yeah, he'd to- just be like, I don't need to listen to your opinions. I'm an incredibly fit genius. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool, bud. Yeah. He's one of the most petulant individuals in the world. Like, I, I mean, there were some uh, phone calls that leaked uh, from the Cuban Missile Crisis where Kennedy was talking to Eisenhower and, like, asking Ike, like, what his play was going to be. Like, I can actually see that being, like, an important thing between two guys. One was the president. One guy is the president. There's this big geopolitical shitstorm that one, that one's them engaged in. And he would probably want, like, the old president who was, like, literally the general who beat Hitler to, like, talk to him and let him know what's going on. Yeah, so, it seems like a, a smart move. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, the guy who would would just go on Twitter tirades and just buys whatever Fox News was talking about that morning. I don't see his advice being that valuable. <laughs> I mean, to me, the greatest thing in the world imagining like uh, uh, Trump calling up Biden, being like, "Joe, Joe, listen to me. I got to play here." <laughs> and Biden being like, "Yeah, yeah tweet about Joe, Joe, get out there and tweet, tweet hard." <laughs> Send this tweet, Joe. You'll get so much engagement. You have no idea. The, the golfing rates at Mar-a-Lago are really something, Joe. You should you, you should really hit the links more often. Yeah. <laughs> He's so great. He's just literally an infomercial. Um, and um, no one at, says, uh, any coincidences that we need 17 Republicans to convict? Oh, QAnon loves the 17 Republicans to convict crap. Any 17 in the wild just gets their rocks off like you read about. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard this about them, although they're constantly crusading against that sort of thing. Yes, they are, they are both vehemently against uh, any sexuality while also frantically masturbating over the number 17, <laughs> which is a fetish I've never understood. Uh, I, don't know. I mean, McConnell seems like he wants to convict Trump just to lock him out so that the GOP has any chance of doing anything in, uh, in two and four years. If they could just lock him out of politics, I think McConnell wants to convict him. But. I I mean I'll believe McConnell wants to convict him when I see the number of convict of yes votes to be somewhere around sixty and we might get towards a tipping point like right now like that first vote to like are we going to actually have this trial uh, that first vote being like fifty six forty four we're eleven shy so I'm not thinking McConnell's actually twisting any arms right now because uh, like the six people that voted yes that were Republicans three of them just got reelected one's Romney who's already made himself an anti-Trump and also Trump's like fucking poison in Utah so Romney doesn't have to worry about him and uh, Toomey's retiring in Pennsylvania and uh, Mercar- I can never say her name uh, but McCarskill or however you say her name from Alaska the last time she got attacked from the right, she actually lost the primary to a Tea Party guy, and she ran a write-in campaign and beat him in the Democrat and kept her seat. So I'm not thinking she's too worried about being challenged by anybody. So, like, the fact you had six people that are really confident in their uh, where they stand in the Senate, they were willing to go forward with the trial. Um, it doesn't, like, imbue me of a lot of confidence. Let me see, like, some guy that's up in 2022 being like, I'm voting to convict Trump, and I'm not scared of a QAnon lunatic primarying me. When that happens, I'll be thinking that, like, maybe this could actually be a thing. We'll definitely do a special episode if Trump actually gets convicted, though. <laughs> live live Twitch streaming of us all freaking out as I literally walked out of work to do it. Yeah. <laughs> With our, our VTuber rigs and just... Yes. Oh, oh yeah, just the, the hottest of anime girls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, ZP asks, uh, 
Poker politics, you used to be into conspiracy stuff, right? 9-11, was it? Uh, also, JFK, could you help me understand why conspiracy theories believe that a government document which accurately diagnosed conspiracy theories around the JFK um, as conspiracy? Oh, yeah, this is the talk about um, after the uh, assassination of JFK, there was this belief in the conspiracy theory community that the CIA coined the term conspiracy theorist to discredit people researching the Kennedy assassination. Uh, but the term conspiracy theorist has been around at least since the 1800s. There are very old newspapers that have the term conspiracy theorist in them. This was uh, just sort of made up by the people promoting Kennedy assassination conspiracy theories to make them sound more important, to make them sound more threatening. Yeah, man, we made the CIA come up with a phrase to try to like make us look like crazy cranks and lunatics and that's how we know we're getting to them because they had to do that. And it's like, well, actually, no, it was a part of the lexicon for over a century before Kennedy, before Kennedy got shot. Um, this is just uh, – it's an urban legend. It's another myth that was created by uh, conspiracy theorists. In this case, it was done to try to bolster themselves and make themselves look bigger and better than they really are. Well, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Make- Thank you, folks, for your questions. As always, if you have any other questions, you can go ahead and send them to Mr. Mike Rains at Poker Politics on Twitter. Uh, if you need to communicate with myself or Sarge on Twitter, you can find us at HellWorldL and HellWorldSarge, respectively. And, of course, the O in World being spelled with a Q. If you'd like to support the show, the best thing you can do is uh, just tell your friends about it. You know, get, get get some engagement out there. Just holler, holler at your boys if you think that they might be into this sloppy fucking podcast ostensibly about QAnon. Uh, if you happen to be in a position where you can throw some money our way, you can find us on uh, Patreon at Poker Politics as well. Go ahead and toss us some of your uh, shekels in order to get one of these cool new shout outs like Mike Rains is about to do for some of our sweet, sweet Patreon supporters this month. Yes, so uh, at the uh, $2 level are uh, beautiful babies who don't have modifiers added to that name. Uh, we have uh, Anthony D. and Orange October, which uh, I guess is uh, playing off Q's obsession with Red October and also Donald Trump. Um, we got a big five ball from uh, QAnon debunker and titan of the field, Travis View. Uh, much appreciated that Travis would open up the QAnon. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. Th- thanks for opening up your purse for us uh, us little guys there, buddy. That's, uh, <laughs> that, 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 that is actually very exciting. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So uh, Daddy Travis opened up the wallet for us, and we much appreciate that. And then uh, finally, we have uh, two $10 beautiful babies, which are the m- m- most incredibly beautiful babies on this earth, except for the $20 beautiful babies, which are even somehow more beautiful. I think well, so, well, the, the $10 tier is like wallet size photo beautiful babies. And $20 then the $20 tier perfect. will be mantle above the fireplace beautiful babies. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and that and those two new beautiful babies are uh, Heidi R. and Nark. Uh, Nark, who has played Settlers of Catan with me online a few times and has gotten progressively better at the game and will one day learn that Orr is the one true power. Yeah, I was about to say, getting better at that game is is knowing to ignore all but two bricks. <laughs> if, you like, if, you, if you like the sound of those sweet, sweet shout-outs, go ahead and toss us some shekels if you're able to. Although we understand that some people might have the money to spend and not want to spend it on us three jokers talking into these heat cans about QAnon. So if you'd like to make a, a real more appreciable difference in the world uh, to some people that might need it, go ahead and donate your money to love146.org. They're out there doing the good work that the, the QAnon folks claim they want done but refuse to lift a finger to do themselves. 
<laughs> QAnon would rather storm the Capitol than save kids. Weird that. Before you take us in the outro, Sarge has a request. We, I want to do a special episode on Q around the world. How the fuck is this death cult getting traction around the world and the other countries when it's all about American politics? But I need some help researching. So if you want to message me on Twitter, if you know anything or can link me to some sources about how QAnon is taking hold in Germany and Japan, uh, I'd love some input. And if you think that episode sounds interesting, just let us know. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and dip it. We're trying to dip our toes in a little more like actual investigative stuff uh, by taking a taking a magnifying glass to how, how this Q nonsense has managed to break free of the confines of America and poison the rest of the world. So, again, go ahead and message uh, Sarge at Hellworld Sarge on Twitter. Uh, go ahead and slide into those DMs if you'd like to discuss with him uh, the horrible nature of Q in your home country, provided that it is not the United States, because that is where we experience our horrors ourselves. Uh also, if you would like your penis to be smooth when you present it to the Lord Satan, uh, Manscaped, uh, not a sponsor, but, you know, if you if you want to smoosh after the Dark Lord Satan, uh, Manscaped is where you do it. They're not a sponsor. Uh, in fact, none of the people I've made riffs about in this uh, in the show or in this episode and show in general are sponsors. We don't have sponsors yet. So please don't sue us, uh, Manscaped, even though I do think that you could really make my knob glisten for Satan. Uh, anyway, so. For a never, another uh, successful, let's put that in quotation marks, uh, episode of The Adventures in Hellworld for this week. I am Hellworld L, signing out for Hellworld Sarge and Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics. Good feed, patriots. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.